Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. So glad that you could join us this evening. I'm your host, Neil Howard. We're going to be talking in this segment with Dr. Ani Farajala. He's joining us here as Head of Global Medical Affairs Oncology at Takeda to discuss his transition from physician to Head of Pharma Medical Affairs and how his unique experience working in infectious diseases to provide individualized cancer care for all patients. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Dr. Farajala. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Neil, for the opportunity. Much appreciated. Give us a bit of your professional background briefly and talk about your role at Takeda Oncology. So, so Neil, I started my career in academic medicine as an HIV physician taking care of HIV patients and uh, practicing HIV medicine. And this is an area that really underscores for me the unmet need uh, that is, is there from science standpoint, but also from a disparity standpoint where you can see that HIV affected, you know, different segments of the population that were underserved, and not just in the United States, but across the globe, when you could see also disparity in healthcare between the uh, Western world and, let's say, Sub-Saharan Africa, for instance, and how people could get access to medicine. And seeing how we all got together as a scientific community to be able to find solutions for those patients that were uh, really in dire need for therapeutics and medicine at the time has really put that front and center uh, for me in how I want to, you know, I want to work and deliver medicines to patients that need it. And that was really the impetus of me transitioning into the industry where I first worked in HIV drug development. And then because of my background, HIV drug development and the immune and uh, my, my knowledge of the uh, immunology and the immune system, I transitioned over to uh, to lead in, through multiple roles to lead uh, in the cancer therapeutics area and developing and working with cancer medicine. What was it that drew you to Takeda? Uh, I mean, Takeda has a great scientific platform uh, for for oncology. So we have medicines across the spectrum, uh, focusing on 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 parts of the immune system that historically have not been tapped into yet, like the innate immunity. We have newer platforms that are we we continue to develop and work on, but we also have medicines that are focusing on uh, on target on targeted therapies of particular mu- particular mutations in in, um, in certain genes that make make the you target the tumor directly. So the wide portfolio and the uh, the, the science that was available was, was very very uh, was drawing to me. But uh, I would tell you, science was not the only thing that drew me to Takeda. What was really uh, kind of the, the the one thing that, as they say, uh, got me really excited about Takeda is when I was talking to our CEO during my interview process, Christoph Weber, and when I looked at the entire Takeda portfolio, not just oncology, there were really medicines that patients in uh, in developing countries would need the most. And my question for him was, how are we how are we delivering those medicines to patients that need it across the globe? Because not not all of these patients are going to be able to to pay all these countries are going to be able to pay. And and his response is what really drew me to Takeda is that he said, we leave no patient behind. We work with depending on the economic status of the country. We figure out the pricing strategy. We figure, we figure out how we get access to patients. And to me, working for a company that puts patients at the center was actually a big draw in addition, of course, to the pipeline. Talk about some of the similarities between working with HIV and cancer patients or cancer uh, drug development research and um, any of the lessons that uh, can be learned through that work. So, Neil, I was I was actually very privileged through my career to work in HIV medicine and see HIV become a chronic disease. I've also worked on hepatitis C drug development, which you can now call a curable disease, and now working 
on cancer therapeutics and cancer medicines and seeing the progress that we have made for certain, certain tumors where we are progressing life patients and, and they are living longer and healthier lives uh, has been really, uh, it's almost you can draw similarities across my, my entire career. I think what is, what is really important is that you have the, that here at Takeda, we have the tools to be able, you know, to pull that through, to be able to provide several mechanisms, including the innate immunity that I mentioned before, to be able to uh, deliver for those patients and make, and make that reality for patients to live longer uh, who have cancer. Uh, we're also looking at, as I mentioned, on not just about the immune system, but there are, there are certain tumors that have particular mutations that we have targeted therapies for, and that also has been brought through. So looking at it at multiple, from multiple areas is really uh, kind of make, make, make us think at Takeda that we can provide that long-term survival for patients. Walk us through what you believe will help us all further improve patient care across the board. So the, as you know, the, the, the most important thing is to have is to understand the science and understand the biology and understand what you need from a particular tumor and customize your therapy to the patients that need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's really not just the, the science is not just enough. It is really about how we deliver care to patients, how we meet them where they are and how we are able to understand the realities and, and eliminate some of the the disparities that are there across at multiple levels. So for instance, enrollment in clinical trials, we need to make sure that we have representation of the entire community and, you know, you know, in our clinical trials to be able to understand how our medicines work. And that's through working with, you know, with the patients advocacy groups, working through with the communities at the grassroots effects to be able to convince them with the value of clinical trials. Once the drug gets approved to be able and, the, and our medicines is approved to be able to understand how is the medicine behaving in the real world and gathering this data so that you can inform, you know, whether you need to do something different, you need to do more research mm-hmm. and so forth. And last but not least is really to continue to work with, uh, with the investigators and the physicians on what their needs are so we can continue to provide for the patients. Now, is this going to be something that physicians can incorporate into their everyday work or are physicians made to stand by and wait for the research to develop and delivered? Oh, I think this is something that the healthcare providers can incorporate in their day-to-day work. When you are sitting in the clinic, whether you're a physician or the nurse or the social worker, you're able to understand what's going on with the patient, what are their needs and what are their, uh, their social situation and the cultural situation that may uh, assisted in their, ther- in their therapy when you're choosing the right therapy for them. The other piece is really understanding these new medicines that we are developing and understanding how to manage the medicine, how to dose them, how to actually manage side effects if they have any, because all, all the new medicines are managed, or the side effects and how they are managed are different than some of the, the, the traditional cancer mm-hmm. medicines that we're currently using. But I want to underscore something. It's not just about the healthcare professional who are practicing, it is really, uh, this really needs to start uh, in medical school and in our professional schools where we're incorporating the thinking about cultural dimension, social dimension in, in the medical training so that it becomes ingrained in our thinking. What is your vision for Takeda's path forward to contribute to the aspiration, of course, to cure cancer? And tell us where our listeners can learn more about Takeda's work. So Takeda has uh, quite a bit of scientific tools in, in our toolbox for, that we can bring to the patients and work together on to bring those new medicines. 
from innate immunity that we had discussed before to targeted therapies. But the science alone doesn't, on its own doesn't stand. It is really about enrolling patients in the clinical trial from the clinical standpoint and bringing diverse patients to the clinical trial. Uh, understanding how our medicine behave when the, where in the real world, through real world data, when this, uh, the medicines are approved. Most importantly, working with the patients and the patient advocacy groups as we educate them about the medicines and how these medicines work for them and what to expect from them. I would say there is a cicada, uh, there is a lot of passion about developing drugs for oncology patients and for cancer patients. Uh, that is not just at the helm of the organization, but across every level of the organization. And I would like to end by, uh, if you, for, by sharing with you our website for additional information at takedaoncology.com. Ani, I appreciate you joining us here on Health Professional Radio, giving us this information. And I'm looking forward to uh, a return visit and we'll have another conversation. Thank you, Neil. It was my pleasure. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Ani Farajala. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional. Radio.